What is up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the Heart It's a Muscle podcast. We've got some big old news for you today, huh, Joseph? Big. Big. Huge. So this podcast is a little bit of a shorter one because we're we were experiencing so much here. Well, this is kind of the first of probably what's going to be a series in series four about us going fully digital nomad. Full digital nomad, y'all. We're fucking going for it. So we're going to talk about what do you do in a relationship when you go through big changes? Because us going fully digital is a big change for us. And this applies to so many other things. So enjoy. There's going to be a lot more on this. Later. Bye. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Hi. So this is the Heart as a Muscle podcast. We've got the beautiful Jordan James over here. Hey. <laughs> Jordan James has been working hard. Oh my hard. God. She, we got to, let's go everybody. Let's rally up some energy for Jordan James because she has been working. Yeah, I'm just going to say my thinky parts might not be working very well during this conversation, but. That's okay, thinky parts. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I've been crushing my course, Parts Work Academy. It's been a whole sprint to get all the slides done. And like literally just before this, just before we recorded this, mm. I finished. I Whoa. did it. So yeah, keep an eye out for that, people, because. If you love the Heart as a Muscle podcast, you'll also love Jordan's amazing course that she's creating. That's right. Parts Work Academy. Parts Work Academy. Get your ass in there. And if you're like, what the hell's Parts Work? It's what we talk about all the time. And we're going to talk about it probably today too. But probably. that's not what today's topic is about. Today's topic is about a fundamental change in... Big old news. Big old news drop. Um. Yeah, our lifestyle is going to change because we are flipping the switch on going digital nomadic. Full nomad. Full nomad. This is something that I've been wanting to do since 2020. And then the pandemic happened. And was like, no, was like, you need to wait. Want... <laughs> yeah, but it was good. Like I got to build the foundation of my business and stuff. And now it is time to go. Mm -hmm. So... We don't have any specific plans nailed down, but we have a lot of things of like, we have a lot of plans in our head. And what we want to talk about in this episode is if anyone out there wanted to do this as well as a, a couple, which I would recommend. Yeah, I mean, we'll I, we're going to find out. So far, so good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, some of the pre-planning we've been doing and getting uh, aligned as a couple to make this transition, uh, because you know, going digital nomad is its own thing, but there is lots of big life-changing things that happen in people's lives and uh, a lot of big life-changing things that happen as a couple. You know, we could be having a kid or something like that. Oh, it would be God. the same. <laughs> it would be the same kind of crazy dynamic. And so we're going to go over how we, as a couple, Jordan James and Joseph here, have uh, approached this so far. And you can use this when you face a big life-changing event because I have quit my job or the universe has quit it for me. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm going fully digital as well with my own coaching program, the Sacred Masculine, which I've teased a little bit on here. So that is going to be launching soon in various ways. So keep an eye out for that as well. And so that's what we're going to do for ranking in, uh, bringing home the bacon. 
we're both gonna be bringing home bacon mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so that was kind of i think probably the first thing was we both agreed that we're cool with how we are planning on making on moon making that money supporting ourselves yeah yeah oh yeah and that was that one took some arts work for sure because <laughs> yeah say more because we've done uh we've tried to do this once before and it didn't go so well because there were some parts that were oh afraid. right mm -hmm. yeah i'm sorry i'm just really distracted because the way your the light is hitting your hair it looks like you have some more gray hairs and i'm just thinking of how sexy you're gonna look when you I start do have getting a lot of gray hair right well now. it's yeah but it's not it's not as bad as the light is making it look like but like man even if it was like you look really good yeah just want to say that yeah okay you look really nice and raveny hair yeah mm -hmm. I, I know you fluffed up a little bit yeah <laughs> look at the volume she's got all right enough about us yeah let's talk about you our delicious viewers out there delicious <laughs> yeah so let's let's talk about um kind of what it was like last time we made this decision and maybe what has changed and how much we've evolved and grown and like what has allowed us to do that because last time we made this decision it was like kind of a traumatizing experience for you well it was definitely uh not a great experience because we or I don't know if I would say we, but me breaking out of my uh, traditional job and trying to start a online business or online coaching or something outside of the traditional business. Last time we went about this was uh, pretty triggering for your parts when I was like, yeah. hey, this is what I want to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was triggering for my parts um, because, because there was an element of it where... Um, my parts, like parts of parts of me, of course, wanted you to follow your dream, but also my shadowy parts really wanted you to be my safety for me because especially back then I wasn't making enough of my business. And so I got really afraid when we both weren't going to, or we both were going to be trying to make money on our own. Mm -hmm. And that was when the pandemic was just kind of starting too, right? Yeah, yeah. this was, this was like almost in coincident with the pandemic like ramping up to full steam mm -hmm. um the springtime of 2020 <laughs> oh good god yeah yep. so and it really was one of those where i had really gotten a, a big head of steam behind myself and had a lot of confidence and was like i'm just gonna go for it and i've got plenty of great skills that i can market i'd already tried one, I think that business was still going. I had a drop shipping website for pet supplies that I had set up that I had like a few sales on and was like desperate to try and get that going. Wasn't really producing a lot of money. Um, but yeah, I had quit my job, my traditional job and was like, yep, I'm going to do this. Um, but yeah, we didn't have a whole lot of money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so you went back to well, you kind of a job landed in your lap. And so you kind of, it was like kind of a job, kind of more contracting. So it was happy medium for, uh, and just in theory. And then you started working it and it was shitty. Well, it's, yeah, it was one of those where, um, 
your parts kind of declared like you need to go get a job mm-hmm. <laughs> not my best not my best yeah it was one of those where uh we were we were doing the old finances and the finances were pretty thin and uh you know this was, this is kind of the interesting thing about your parts and stuff like that because i don't know exactly what you said i can't really remember particularly what you said but the impression my parts were said were um yeah we need to forget about trying to like make this other thing happen we just need to go get another job otherwise um we're not going to have enough money and you know all the limiting beliefs that we all carry around with us that keep us trapped in our regular jobs all of those came up for me and, and all my momentum was just like out the door and it kind of like um broke you like it was like all of your parts that believe so much in yourself were like yeah we're gonna do it and then, yeah, through that conversation and how that cookie crumbled, like, I just remember afterwards for a year, over mm-hmm. a year, your parts just seemed like real broken. Yeah. Yeah, there was, because the initial going out and finding a job was kind of like, oh, I'm going to be like an independent engineering contractor. Didn't really want to do engineering. Didn't really want to have to go find a job. Um but went out and luck would have it. A buddy of mine was able to have a good contact and got that going and sold it and was able to get us through the pandemic. But it was eventually just turned into another shit job mm-hmm. <laughs> that uh, had had some good momentum, had some good potential, was going well for a while until uh, it kind of wore out its it's uh it's momentum and then it was just a grind Mm -hmm. and yeah so uh for yeah about a year like there was a lot of because all of my momentum parts all of my like let's go and be independent we're gonna make this work come hell or high water um all of those parts i had to be like nope Mm -hmm. sorry guys we'll try again later yeah but that yeah it, it was heavy and it was dark yeah and it and it was it wasn't until a couple years later when those parts started to be reawakened again by none other than Tony Robbins. Well, it was Corona, I think, that really kind of saved us in the end, because when we got Corona the first time, it was over Christmas and uh, we had just, you know, when you get sick, you're just laying in bed. And yeah, it was when I first got interested in crypto. Oh yeah, that's right. That's where crypto my brought you new life. Yeah, crypto brought me new life because yeah. I was like, well, I keep I keep hearing about how great crypto is right now and how it's a huge bull market and people are making millions and millions. So I was like, I'll start learning about this. So that led to one thing, led to another thing, and started watching a lot more podcasts, getting back in that entrepreneur mindset, and started educating myself again, reading lots of books, watching lots of podcasts. And lo and behold, Tony Robbins came across my path and I was like, oh, shit, I know who this is, but I really don't know who this is. So let's dig in. And here we are. Thanks, Tony. Yeah, you did it again. Yeah, you've been you scoundrel. <laughs> All the way till now. Yeah. And the yeah. people that you met at the Tony Robbins conference mm-hmm. and that's yeah. led us to here and that's led us to there. And uh Yeah. Proximity is power and man, you got to have those connections Mm because that's how anything, that's 
how anything happens. Yeah. Yeah. Skill's not enough. Yeah. So here we are again, kind of redeeming, <laughs> redeeming the last situation, the last time that you quit your job and we were ready to forge your own path. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. My parts are just much better equipped in general of hanging in tension. We didn't even know what, like, we didn't know shit back then, man. I Yeah. So my parts in general have come so far mm-hmm. um, of just hanging in the tension. And also just, I don't know, like my business is set up more. Like mm-hmm. your business is really close to starting yep. to make money. And also here's the thing that really helps too. Like mm-hmm. I, I probably would have had parts that would be worried if we were trying to like still live here, especially in Southern California oh, yeah. and make it happen. That would be really stressful to me. But we're going to go live someplace much cheaper. That's the whole, maybe we should explain what a digital nomad is, what that lifestyle, the theory behind that is too, because some people may be like, the fuck are you talking about digital nomad? Are you going to like live in a tent or somewhere out in like the step? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. Nah. So tell us about what, yeah, yeah. tell us about what digital nomads are. Um, Well, it's basically, um. One way to look at it is chosen homelessness. <laughs> That's how Angie talks about it sometimes. Um, where, yeah, you literally don't have a home base. You you stay in usually other countries because they're it's quite a bit cheaper. But I mean, you can do it. You can do it anywhere. Um, where you move around like every three months, every six months, um, to different countries. Sometimes folks are just like permanent expats and they they enjoy another country and they just start living there. But digital nomads are typically people who work online, make their money online, and can work literally from anywhere. And so they just travel the fuck around and stay in places for, you know, however however long they want, however long their visa will allow, and then they move on. That's going to be our life. Yeah, so we may end up in a tent somewhere out on the step, (laughs) as long as there's internet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so right now we are thinking Mexico. Mexico is a good good choice. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny because the more we talk to people about this, people uh, keep being like, oh, yeah, Mexico is a great place. I know this person who lives here and mm-hmm. I know this person who lives here. So we're uh, we're in the beginning phases of this where we're both of us, while we have this little container left here in Southern California, are trying to hunker down, sprint to get our businesses and mostly our programs, these new versions of our programs. Mine is really to kind of get the first round of clients coming to mind. Yours is to launch your new program and, uh, you know, bring in new clients too. That never hurts. You're always, you're always always, bringing those people your way. Yep. Um, And then in a couple of months, and this is the fun thing. Literally two and a half months. Two and a half months. People, you're going to be on this journey with us. Uh-huh. Because, oh, I can't wait. You know what also is something we can do while we're digital nomads? This podcast. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. Da, da. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, I wanted to give a shout out to our Patreon. If there was ever a moment to join our Patreon and support our podcast, mm-hmm. it is right now because mm-hmm. that is our income, people. <laughs> That's one of our streams. So if you love this content and if you want to support us, uh, then go ahead and 
smash that Patreon button. It would go a really long way. Yeah. It's only $5 a month. And you'll get to see all all the stuff behind the scenes yeah so yeah and actually um <laughs> have listener requests where you can ha- like put in your questions and we will mm-hmm. answer them i'm so excited yeah because man we think about all the stuff that's going on with our life but we want to know what's going on with your your guys's lives out there your ladies yeah. lights lives mm-hmm. out there but digital nomad so yeah so we have two and a half months to prepare mm-hmm. and including we're gonna sell all our shit you guys like yeah we are we, we are, are consolidating going for it mm-hmm. and i think that's probably one of the big things this time around that is much different is that we have strong consensus we're doing this yeah as a, yeah. like a couple and as like a unit and as a team it's just mm-hmm. like yep mission a go yep mm-hmm for sure. Yeah. And I think that is probably step number one for big, big relationship life change things is when they happen, you kind of have to have that conversation of, are we a go on this? Mm-hmm. Is this still? Yeah. And, and, and we've checked in a couple of times with each other on that too. And, and we're, we're both just like, yes, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. like more than ever <laughs> yes more than ever before yeah yeah and also like it's taken and i think it's probably only just the beginning but it has what do i want to say we've had we've had to have some conversations around i don't know negotiating new new like uh roles and responsibilities now mm-hmm. that you're not you know going to a nine to five every day um, and then I'm on the sprint to get parts work Academy done. So like, we've had to have a lot, some like conversations around negotiating that I've had snippy parts that have come up that we've had to negotiate around mm-hmm. those old snippy parts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. So yes. Step number one, get into alignment or find an alignment that works for you in these large life changing things. Like, Say you're going to get a dog or a puppy or something like that. Make sure one person doesn't want to get a little dog and you want to get a big dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I also want to mention. Okay, this isn't. Is there anything else you want to say on that? No, nah, I'm done with that. Okay, that was really, really good. And it it sparked something in me of um, what my parts, the one of the biggest questions or but biggest conversations that we've had. Sorry, my thinking brain, my is like, duh. Um, <laughs> One of the biggest conversations we've had to have so far is of being explicit about things yeah, and not assuming that like what's obvious to me is also obvious to you mm-hmm. and vice versa. Like, like just, especially as everything is changing, um, like so significantly to, to be like over communicating about kind of what we're thinking or ideas that we've had or like anything that we decide or, you know, and in terms of like financially and stuff like that. Yeah. Cause right at the moment, the, uh, all of those decisions are equally weighed between the two of us because they affect both of us equally mm-hmm. because, those are one of the things, you know, to launch that we're, we're like basically mission control right now for launching this giant rocket. And oh, that's a great way of putting yeah. it. Yeah. And so, yeah, clear communication and explicit communication about I'm going to do this on this day and it's going to cost this much money. 
do you have any yay or nays or does this matter to you or do you have anything to say? Mm-hmm. Those are, I mean, those are always good conversations to have in relationships, but when you're focused on a real mission critical thing, they become extra important because then you can make sure alignment stays aligned because you know you're two people and your alignments are always wiggling because we're human mm-hmm. as long as those two alignments stay you know within plus or minus five this rocket's gonna launch that's right <laughs> yeah it's we're fucking launching this thing yeah so it's like we're really doing it <laughs> so fun and I'm, like okay go ahead well i was gonna say one of the things from a masculine feminine polarity type of thing that has been a real strong push for me is to be the i guess i would say the backstop for we are doing this Mm -hmm. there's no like little piddly thing or anything else that's going to be like now we need to change the plan or we need to like pick a new place or we need to whatever it's like nope we're doing this done yeah and i just want to say i've loved that first of all it's so hot super sexy but also it's so comforting to my parts because because it's just in my nature as a feminine creature to to think about like oh but or we could do this or we could do this like to kind of just you know kind of flow around as my desires kind of pulse around in me and so um to hear from you like no this is still what i want to do or like this is what we're doing i'm like yes oh i love that okay cool hell yeah me too mm-hmm. yeah because this is one thing that has been not a challenge but a uh, a test of my conviction towards yeah we're fucking doing this is you know as soon as my other job ended all these other like little opportunities started showing up. People were like, oh, you're out of that job here. I've got this other great job that you'll love even more mm-hmm. because it's the exact fucking same thing you were doing that you didn't like doing. It's just different. <laughs> and it's been, uh, for me, the real true conviction of, nope, I am, I am not doing that stuff. I am not going back to that regular routine. I'm not going back to the same old grind because it's going to be just the same thing, but different. Mm-hmm. And just putting in all my effort towards this new venture that is actually meaningful and actually something that I enjoy to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, masculine creatures, you are the one who helps stay the course. You have to be the one who's like, hold fast, hold fast. <laughs> yeah. And I got to say, it's also been super hot watching you set boundaries with, yeah, all those other opportunities that you could be doing. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I love to see that. Like, because it it shows me that you're clear in yourself about uh, what you're about and what you want. And that helps me feel safe. Mm-hmm. 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 So big decisions, What no matter what it is. This is where that masculine feminine polarity, it shows up everywhere. You can't avoid it. But in big decisions, the masculine creature, and sometimes this can get passed back and forth, but someone's got to take the lead on being the leader. Mm-hmm. Or at least being the one who's like, nope, we're staying the course here. Yeah. And, you know, I think within that too, we are leaders on different tasks. Like we kind of are using our uh skills to lead different things like mm-hmm. i'm a great fucking trip planner or like yeah i'm just a great planner i'm a great travel planner um 
And so I like, I'll be taking the lead on all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you'll be taking the lead on selling our shit and yep. The good old, the good old get, selling consolidation, <laughs> the great consolidation of 23, <laughs> the liquidation. Yep. Also, yeah. <laughs> all of our shit must go <laughs> because this is kind of also one of the things about the digital nomad life is that you have pretty low inventory of possessions. We are going to only take with us a couple of checked bags and a couple of carry-ons. Mm-hmm. And that includes like all of our work shit. Yeah. So it's going to include this beautiful studio. We're going to bring the woods with us. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Of course. Pack those uh, in there. And all the equipment that that handles. But this is kind of the fun thing, especially about being digital and nomadic right now. Is it honestly doesn't take so much. We don't want to show you behind the scenes here, but this isn't some like grand studio. This is no. something that I put together. Yeah. And we'll put it together again when we're somewhere down in Mexico. And it will be just as grand and just as, I don't know, hard as a muscly. Yeah, I mean, it'll be us. It'll be us. It'll probably actually be better. matters. So, yes, roles. Now, everyone sometimes kind of gets butthurt about, oh, I don't want this role and you shouldn't have to do that role. But it is important, especially in these big events, to uh, put some assignments on. These are your things. These are my things. If we need to swap or if we need to have a communication about that, let's do it. But teamwork. Yeah, because that's the fastest way to build resentment. It's not being clear on whose role is who. And you're already Mm -hmm. feeling like you're carrying too much. And then Mm -hmm. they didn't do that thing that like you thought they were going to do. But I guess you didn't really talk about it. Mm -hmm. So now you got to do it. Oh, man. Yep. Unspoken expectations are a one-way trip to make this launch, the, the launch of this rocket, be a real dud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah totally real stress rocket so that's number two is it does help <laughs> to <laughs> sorry what, what like, like my manager parts are like so tired that that was like my inner child that's like oh he said number two Number two. <laughs> that's that's where I'm at. <laughs> Who does number two work for? <laughs> yeah, that's when the soundboard would have been, you know. Mm. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> so, yes, placing roles that are clear of who's doing what and when and uh, just getting those expectations to be as clear as possible. Now, of course, they can change. And uh, that's all good and well. But, yeah, when you're making big life changes and usually you have somewhat of a little bit of a a runway to this you know there's nothing you can do if it's like oh you just got evicted now you got to go find a home well you got to do your best um but like say you found out oh we're gonna have a baby you got nine months to get that shit ready so you can uh assign roles there you are gonna make the baby (laughs) and i'll round up all the shit for the baby to like live in There you go. Rolls assigned. Well, rolls assigned. I yeah. think it seems pretty simple. Yeah. yeah. Having a baby. It's mm-hmm. not that hard. Um, <laughs> yeah. We'll be birthing our new selves in two yeah, and a half months. That's really true. Uh, so we're not going to start a, a new season. This will still be season four because we just started. We just started season four. I mean, this is basically on. season four. Go on. We got to have some structure here. We can't yeah. just have 20 seasons before. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So um, clear direction. <sighs> 
What's going on? I keep thinking of things I want to say and then immediately forgetting them. Uh, Man, thank you they're part. so good. I know. I think you parts are really <laughs> struggling. So. Oh, I remember. Oh, oh great. Um, <laughs> my biggest task is going to be staying in my feminine or like reconnecting to my feminine, like reconnecting to my own sense of ease and flow even in the midst of so much stuff to do because mm-hmm. like my snippy parts and all of that, those are, those mm-hmm. come out when I'm in my masculine, when my masculine is tired. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, with like, I've been on this, this sprint to get parts of our Academy done, but now I'm like really at a place. Cause I'm trying to get that done y'all before I leave. So it's like, I have to finish, finish a whole goddamn course and then, everything like plan everything of like where (laughs) where we're gonna fucking go in two and a half months um luckily i got i got a lot of support yeah um so like not getting like this is what i'm gonna be constantly checking in with myself about is not getting so swept up in like the stressed out masculine Mm -hmm. and um, leave that to me yeah (laughs) you you just carry it carry that so much better than i do (laughs) Um, and for me to just continue to finding, find my ease, my trust, my flow Mm -hmm. and do from that place Mm -hmm. might be easier said than done, but I've had a lot of, a lot of like transitions now lately where I've been intentional about trying to do this and it's never perfect. And I usually like lose myself a little bit. But I just learn so much every time that I just have a good hunch about this one. And I also just feel so right. It, yeah. it feels like the universe is plotting and like weaving everything for us. Yes. This is the next. This is number three. Focus camera. Trace. <laughs> Trace. So you talk about the universe. You talk about all the support. One of the things that is a really strong thing is to seek out help and support when you're going through these big changes as well like call on your tribe seriously don't do this alone yeah don't do it alone we've been you know telling all of our close friends about this and like i was mentioning earlier they're like oh i've got a buddy who's you know doing the same thing in this city and um or they're like oh you know how can we help you like get your business fired off or Hey, what if I bring you some leads while you're, you know, getting your business started or, um, you know, I've got a great buddy who's probably going to help me sell my shit because he loves to do that. And I'm going to call on him and be like, Hey, help me sell my shit. So yeah, don't try and pile all of this shit just on the two of you or even worse, pile it on just the one of you reach out to your tribe, your support team, all those people, anybody and everybody, because you'll be surprised how much people are willing to help you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Jordan James? Yeah, uh, honestly, yeah. Don't don't try to do this all alone. And like, you can rely on the universe too, because the universe for us has been a big supporter, and just being like, "No, it's time, go." You're like yep. the little the little wee birdie that needs to leave the nest. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's been a lot of clear messages and a lot of clear like yeses and nos inside of me. So that that always tells me like when it's really clear that I'm going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So what was the first one we said? 
Was that negotiate roles or was that? No, nah, that was number, that was number two. Number two. <laughs> of course, I remember that one. Yeah, but it was uh, clear communication. Uh, yes, yeah, clear yeah. and accurate communication. Number one, explicitness. Ex explicitness be most explicit. Mm -hmm. You've already all of you folks out there have been doing a great job about being explicit because we've told you to, and you just got to double down on that when it comes to these big situations. Mm -hmm. Second one is know your role. <laughs> yep. know your fucking role uh or at least assign roles and assign assignments and stick to it and then third one get that tribe get your support team all that kind of stuff what's uh what's some other good stuff we've been doing here jordan james um trying to like take it easy too. rest time i love seeing you in your parts be able to take naps baby <laughs> I love yep. seeing that. Good old fashioned nappy poo time. Yeah. I love that so much. Like it I didn't realize what a like emotional burden that was lifted off of both of us when you like well now that you're not going to that job anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the things that uh is all of these are critical for any relationship at any point in time, but they become real heightened when it's time for these big events and making sure that you take time to rest and recover in the midst of all the chaos that's going to come. Yeah. Because otherwise, well, you know what's going to happen? Burnout. You're going to burn out and then it's going to make it that much harder to use all the great skills we've shared with you about parts work, Enneagram, Nonviolent communication will become violent communication <laughs> at that point. <laughs> um, so yeah, make sure you take time to take care of each other, to rest, to do whatever you need to do. <laughs> Just like Jordan's doing over here. <laughs> and uh, because that is gonna, that's gonna help you in the long run because this is a series of sprints in a marathon this is kind of the best analogy is you're going to have all these little sprints you're going to need to do to get this done to get that done to get this done and if all you're doing is just sprinting and not taking any time to catch your breath in between then you're not going to make it to the end of the race yeah that sucks yeah mm -hmm. and or it just make sucks it to, to exist that way yeah and honestly nobody wants that shit and okay here's the thing like yeah there's so much to do and and my past self i would have parts that would be just like freaking out like constantly reminding me of like oh i need to check that and i need to do that and i need to finish this otherwise i won't get that done and oh blah, my blah, god blah, blah, blah. um but just because i've done so many of these transitions now i've been seven times since my divorce like jesus mm -hmm. christ since i've done so many of these like big transitions I'm realizing that like I don't have to be as stressed out as I think I need to be in order to get everything done. Mm -mm. Like I really don't. Like no. I really, really don't. I can trust myself that like everything will need to get done because that's just what I do. Like I don't I don't fuck around when it's time to get things done. And like if it doesn't get done exactly on your timetable. So be it. Yeah, and maybe it didn't need to. <laughs> yeah. Like to take the perfectionism out out of like getting things done even. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's just um, my parts are so much more relaxed about it. Then mm-hmm. now I think the edge that I'm kind of leaning into is like, how relaxed can I get? <laughs> how relaxed can I be? <laughs> how relaxed how, can I be? How trusting can this, I be? Happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause like, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be any harder than it is. Like, like I just, I see that so clear in my mind now. Like I just have enough. I've, I've established enough of an inner leader in myself that like I can identify like when stress is helping and when it's just not. Mm-hmm. And I can actually just set it aside mm-hmm. because I've built enough trust with that part mm-hmm. that's stressing out. So yeah, folks, that's uh that's what good old fashioned parts work does. Yeah. Parts work Academy y'all. We're going <laughs> to talk about becoming an inner leader a lot. Yeah. So making sure you keep perspective on. Yeah. keep perspective on what, needs to be done and when and how important it is and if it's not done perfectly because it won't be done perfectly how mad do you want to get about it yeah (laughs) and maybe even yeah like kind of evaluating um typical blind spots that you've had in situations like this in the past Mm -hmm. and like being more conscious of those too so i'm curious do you have any blind spots that you want to focus on or not really i am blind spotless you're spotless (laughs) blind spotless (laughs) Um, it's a great question. Uh, I think for me, uh, it's hard to say because it can be sometimes a challenge to, uh, have a lot of masculine do the do roles and get things done, um, without burning myself out by not asking for help or assistance or like, you know, Hey, Jordan, can you do this one little thing that would make the rest of this way easier? So this has been a typical thing. And this is a typical, I would say, masculine creature thing to like try and do everything all mm-hmm. on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where setting those clear expectations of what each of your roles are, or what are the tasks that you're doing uh, and just keep continuous, continue. Can you continue? Continuously. Continuously. Thank you there. Gotcha. Uh, checking in with those things. And as things get checked off, then you can look forward to the next group of things and make sure that's clear. Because when one of my blind spots, I would say, is that my default is, oh, I'm expected to do kind of everything when it comes to like the physical moving of stuff and um, the, the making of the task done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like what I would really love from you is for you to, to like take full responsibility for managing your energy, like, and set, like, that's just kind of the standard of this chapter now. Mm-hmm. Like we're already in that chapter where you don't have to give away your energy to a job and that kind of stuff, like where you get to like take full control over your energy management. Mm-hmm. And like, even if I'm asking for more or something to like set boundaries with me, like I would really love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or in ask for help. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's going to be, we did pretty good moving down here, but there was a few times where it was just like, um, okay, well, we didn't make this really explicit about this or that. And now it's just needs to be done. So I just got to fucking nut up and do it and like tell you to go away. (laughs) Or uh, another thing too, is to, when you're asking for help, um, 
make sure you check in if your partner is available to help too. Cause we ran into that a couple of times where I was like, Hey, why don't you come help me with this thing? And, and I still paint on <laughs> my shoes. <laughs> and uh, one little mishap can turn that on. <laughs> where someone's I flipping took the table. A sign from the universe. <laughs> yeah. I went back on my promise. I said I would yeah, do you, this. Yep, you sure did. That's went... what I get. <laughs> Paint on my shoes. Real uh... my nice shoes that I really liked. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's when uh, you know it's important to check <laughs> in with people because otherwise, then you get resentments like this. <laughs> <laughs> and and also here's the thing like i just kind of have i've and we'll see who knows i might get fucking rocked out of the blue but i feel like my parts have this is just isn't our my first rodeo with transitions or of like oh this is the thing that i've always wanted to do and it's going to be every it's it's going to be like all the good things and none of the bad and like all the problems that i have now i won't have anymore mm-hmm. um and I just, I don't expect it to be like that at all. I expect there to be times where it is a pain in the fucking ass and mm-hmm. where I question my decision and all that kind of stuff. So like same, same like perspective that I'm having with that. I'm also having the perspective of like, yeah, there's probably going to be times where we get stressed out in the transition and where we have to have hard conversations and maybe we don't handle those conversations as well as we usually do, or, you know, like all that kind of stuff. I feel like yeah, I don't know. That just might happen. Like, I'm not afraid of that happening because we always work through it. Right. Yeah. So that's also, I don't know. It's like kind of, kind of accept your humanity. <laughs> yeah. You got to accept your humanity. Yeah. And uh, that can be the the thing when, uh, yeah, you're, you're going through these, these tough processes and nothing seems to be really going your way. Sometimes you got to, you got to throw out a boop. Or you gotta yeah <laughs> or you gotta <laughs> i just got pooped. yeah <laughs> or when yeah sometimes you got to step up a little bit more to make sure yeah the person can step down a little bit more or it's uh it's just one of those things but this is where that clear communication and checking in and um also checking your partners parts who are trying to override them and make make them do stuff they don't want to do that mm. they're going to like regret and then resent you for later <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> so uh follow follow your intuition mm-hmm. and if you check in and you uh your intuition is they're saying one thing but their energy is telling me to fuck off then follow the energy <laughs> <laughs> always follow the energy the energy cannot lie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and also like what I'm planning on doing is being really intentional about my transition time that I take away. So like I'm gonna I'm planning on taking some time off when we leave here and then taking some time off when we get to mm-hmm. wherever we're staying long term. Mm-hmm. Because it just takes like just takes my nervous system time to I don't know, take it all in to adjust and to settle. And so like, that's one thing that I've noticed about myself is like with big transitions to not expect myself to be firing on all cylinders, like immediately. Yep. This is, that's part of giving yourself some grace too. of eventually you're going to be at 
you're going to pass the finish line it, and it's going to be this this kind of a heroic mess at the end and you'll be like yeah. ah, we did it yeah and okay. then you'll be like now what the fuck mm-hmm. so always having the plan after the plan helps too yeah of like yeah okay for the plan i love your words yeah because there's the the big transition that you're doing and then there comes your life after that big transition and mm-hmm. so and you will be a new person entering that yeah, life like will be and so having a, a rough schedule of that because you know big transitions they're 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 life-changing they're tumultuous they're kind of chaotic and usually you're going by the seat of your pants afterwards though usually you get into a little bit more stable Mm -hmm. type of thing and so setting up your routines setting up your regular habits setting up your masculine feminine cycles you're going to go through like having a rough sketch of how you'd like that to go. It doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. perfect because sometimes like we don't know exactly where we're going to end up. And so it can't be like, Oh, well, we're going to be going to this little store down, you know, Mm -hmm. to go get groceries. We're going to this little store and the gym's going to be down this way. There's going to be a little bit of exploration. And that can be kind of like, I think for us, my plan after the, uh, the initial plan is to be like, all right, Let's figure out where the fuck everything is that we need. Yeah. Let's go explore a little bit. And I'll probably do, I mean, once once I know where we're staying, I'll be doing a hell of research. True. That's and like, all my parts love. That's, uh, that's all good and fine, but you got to get boots on the ground. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's true. Because, I mean, we did that when we moved down here to California. It was like, oh, yeah. here's this, here's that. Oh, we'll live right next to the gym. Yeah, we'll live right out, next to the gym. gym's janky as fuck. <laughs> Who would have known? And, uh, you know, you got to figure out, okay, well, how much time does it take me from get to here to here? And um, is there a good, is there a good path? No, you have to walk in the middle of traffic. So. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's, you know, there's all those things that you're going to plan for. Um, So, yeah, I guess that would be number four would be have the plan after the plan. And it doesn't have to be perfect, but it should be kind of a rough thing that you can follow along because just some transition time it's just some transition time and then setting up some habits setting up some some things to kind of get you back into your flow because being in big life-changing events is good every once in a while but if that's all your life is then that sucks because that's really hard and it's hard to get any rhythm it's hard to get any um, consistency because we're creatures of habit yeah gotta have a little bit of consistency in there yeah. And, uh, you know, it's important, especially in relationship too, to make sure that you're getting into your own individual habits and then your habits as a couple as well. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Um, so I have an explicit request. Yeah. That I am a little bit nervous to ask. All right. Well, here we go. It's very small. <laughs> but so small. <laughs> So, okay, so these water bottles, mm-hmm. Um, I would really like it if you didn't reuse them with, like, the ass tap water. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> these water bottles, I know that they won't taste like ass. Like, like, when I see one of these water bottles with, like, water in it, I'm like, oh, yay, like, some good water to drink. Because the water tastes like ass in California, apparently. <laughs> and, but you've been refilling them with water. And so there's been a couple of times where I thought it was safe and it was not safe. 
All right. So I need these water bottles to be to stay a safe place for me during this transition. <laughs> All right. No more refilling the water bottles. I need to put a label on them. Yeah, you can you put know. a okay, as long as you make it explicit I'll, I'll that it's not off. safe water. Yeah. See, there you go, folks. There's a real easy thing uh to make sure that your both your needs are getting <laughs> But you know what? This would have been one of those things where like if I didn't say something might have caused resentment it would have been a huge blow up one day where it's just like oh okay we're gonna jump in the car make sure you grab your water <laughs> give me the fucking shit tap water that you keep refilling us with <laughs> now tell me i'm wrong everybody who has not been in that situation yeah and if that was confusing it's because you all have been in that situation and that's what happens when you have unexpressed needs so sure thing. Jordan so yeah, James. just to differentiate it somehow, so I know what water is safe and what water is not safe. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll uh, I'll figure that out and then I'll uh, I'll meme you. Okay, your people talk to my yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess you don't get to drink any water then. Well, is this one safe? <laughs> no, they're both refilled. Oh, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, if you can't tell, then. <laughs> <laughs> No, like it tasted bad, and I was like, oh, I got to say something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So what do we got left for digital nomads for relationships? You got anything oh, else? Oh, man. I think that's about all I got okay. for right now. <laughs> <laughs> so like, everyone. that That's all I know. I've got like, there's so much to experience about it. I'm sure we are going to have a lot of stories. I'm really yes. excited. to Everyone. This is this yeah. is just a little teaser for you to <laughs> buckle the fuck up because you're gonna experience this with us and this is gonna be fun too because you know not everybody gets to do this experience because not everybody wants to but it'll still be fun to see. Yep, and it'll be fun to do with you, you I Jordan James. Yeah. yeah. All right, everybody. I think that's about all we've got right now before Jordan James. Oh, I'm like <laughs> almost comatose over here. So until next time, everybody, this is a lot of love and caring from the Heart is a Muscle podcast. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks for enjoying this episode of the Heart is a Muscle podcast. We really enjoy creating this content for you, and we want to share some more resources so you can get even more content. So take it away, Jordan. That's right. If you want to follow either one of us on socials, if you want to work with either one of us, if you want access to our YouTube channel, if you want to buy our book, <laughs> links to all that stuff is on our Patreon. So that is patreon.com slash the heart is a muscle. Now, you don't have to join Patreon to get access to those links. Um, but you probably should. <laughs> the The more that you support us and support this channel, the more that we can create this awesome content to help support you because that's really why we do this. We want to make your guys' lives better and uh, your support really matters. Yeah. And what you'll get when you join Patreon is a shout out in our next episode. And you will also get access to listener requests where you will get to request what you want us to talk about in future episodes. So from the Heart is a Muscle podcast to you guys, thank you so much for all the support, all the feedback. We really, really enjoy it. And uh, we'll talk to you all later. Truly love you guys so much. Bye. Bye-bye.